two finale of Yellow Jackets. Storytelling is over, but we are just getting started here talking about it on post-show recaps. It's the Yellow Jackets podcast on post-show recaps. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, who the wilderness chose to be the new antler queen, Grace Leader. Oh, bow down, bow down. <laughs> Holy smokes, what an episode, Jess. I know. If you have not seen the finale of Yellow Jackets and you have somehow stumbled into here, Get the hell out right now, because we're about to spoil some stuff. Real big stuff. Please yeah. leave. Um, I assume... go, go sit in the cave or somewhere. Go, go find the cave. Yeah, yeah go, go find the cave. Else. Go out, get out of here. Uh, because holy smokes, Grace, uh, Natalie is, uh, is, is dead. Misty killed Natalie by accident, but Misty killed Natalie. Misty I, did kill Natalie. This is my fault, I think, because I was like, I don't want, I don't want um, Lisa, to, I don't want Nicole Maines to die, and the wilderness yep. listens and was like, well, that won't happen. Don't worry, Nat will try to protect her and die instead. So, yep. I mean, this is, Yikes I mean, geez. this is pretty close to what I predicted <laughs> in terms yeah. of Lisa gonna die, Nat the sacrifices herself, Nat dies. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry to everyone. <laughs> this because it does make me very sad um that nat is gone on the, at the very least we still have 90s nat that we get to hang sure. out with and and see how like hey 90s nat seemingly is antler queen now yeah boy that's a surprise uh th- the tension when when lottie's like it's already chosen uh the next one and i'm like shauna maybe i don't know and then, oh nope. see i yeah. knew she kind of was like looking in nat's direction i don't know why as soon as that started happening i was like oh it's nat because she's the she picked the queen card and yet she's still here with us so makes sense to me but shauna i have to give it up to again another amazing performance by sophina Lise. when Mm -hmm. even before we got the journal moment of her writing in like oh i can't believe it's not me and you know i'm invisible to everyone um, even before we got that, the look on Sophie Nelise's face was very much a like, what? Who? Yeah. Nat? Not yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, um, no, but, yeah. but very interesting. Everybody, everybody's all together. Uh, in, 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 I mean, except I, I did not see coach Ben at the end uh, the fire. It looks like he's already uh, moved out of the house to the cave, but, uh, very fun at the camp, everybody together, including, I don't know. The, Kevin Tan died. Uh, that's a underreported death. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this, this episode had so much going on. It really did feel like uh, it did feel like a proper finale in that we have like all our storylines kind of converging in the present timeline, which I really appreciated. Um, kind of wrapping some things up in that on that front. Um, but Kevin Tan is also dead. This episode. What did you think? Uh, you know, uh, broad strokes, Grace. What did you think about the episode? Yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was good. I thought it was um like to your point, I think it does wrap up a lot of stuff. I do think I mean I feel like I have now the same thought. I'm I'm very worried because uh at the end of season one, I'm like, well, Lottie's the Antler Queen. And then at the end of this one, I'm like, okay, so now it's the Antler Queen. And then I'm like, wait, maybe, wait, maybe she's not the Antler Queen. Cause we don't see her like put on the antlers like i feel like we didn't get the like you know it's the same way like where i was about to make a joke that we actually didn't see kevin tan his body he's in the trunk and he seemingly gets shot but we don't actually see his dead body so i'm like Mm -hmm. maybe kevin tan isn't dead the same way i'm thinking like maybe nat isn't the antler queen it seems like they made nat the antler queen but we didn't see her put on the antlers so um but for the most part i think that like um all the 90 stuff is really interesting i do feel like that's an interesting reset of sorts to 
the cabin is burned down. We now can theorize uh, for many years, probably because of the writer's strike. Who did someone burn down the cabin? How did the cabin burn? Oh, um, oh yeah. we know who burned the cabin down, Grace. Oh, did I miss it? It was Coach Ben. Oh, Coach Ben burned the cabin. So we okay. get we get a little scene blinking. You may have missed it, I suppose, of Ben outside. So as they're kind of crowning uh, Queen Nat. Ben is outside. We see him pick up a rope. We see him oh. near a stack of wood and we see him pick up matches. Um, and I watched this episode very early in the morning. No, I you're totally to fine. I don't think it's like, I do think it is because uh, I watched this episode twice yeah. and it wasn't until the second watch that I felt like, oh okay. no, definitely it was him. Oh, I um, actually am a little disappointed because I feel like that would have been really fun fodder of like, it's obviously Coach it. Ben, but who did somebody do it or did the wilderness do yeah. it or whatever? But that's fine. Uh, anyway, uh, nevertheless, I feel like that's a fun reset of the cabins burned down. We still, we know they have a lot of time left. And then I actually thought that the way that they combine all the storylines, Walter turns out to be a complete psychopath. Uh, very fun. He's a perfect Love him and Jeff interacting. It yeah, was so funny. A pair I did not know I needed. Um, Callie even, you know, starts to get uh, involved uh, with, with, the the main yellow jackets yeah. crew. So I actually thought they balanced the episode really well. Um, you know, obviously Nat dying um is like a thing you say for a finale. So I, I thought it was a really good episode. Yeah, overall I'm really excited for where we're gonna go in season three. Seemingly the Adam storyline is wrapped up, though who knows if what is dead may never die, to quote a different uh to quote an HBO show. Um, but although we do we do have some Daenerys style shenanigans happening in this episode as well. Um but let's get into a quick plot recap and then we can go a little bit deeper into some of this other stuff. Uh, season two, episode nine, storytelling. Once upon a time, a young group of soccer players known as the Yellow Jackets returned home to their cabin in the woods, intent on making some javioles. Chef Shauna sliced and diced until the meal was ready. Travis pulled a Daenerys and ate a big old chunk of Javi's heart and the meat was cooked and eaten. With full bellies, Van starts to tell a story around the fire. But Lottie interrupts to say that she can no longer feel the wilderness and has chosen a new leader for them. Nat. Everyone seems happy for her. Well, except a jealous Shauna who did just completely debone a human being for all of them to eat, but who's keeping track, right? Prior to that, Coach Ben returned briefly to see that Javi was killed. He tells Nat he found a place they could survive together, but Nat tells him she is worse than the rest because she allowed Javi to die in her place. Coach Ben has had it with the teen drama and sets the cabin ablaze in the middle of the night. All the yellow jackets escape, escape, but no longer have a warm place to sleep. Well, actually, it's, it's actually like super warm. Uh, in the present day, it's hunting time. Shauna fakes out Lottie by pretending to be all in on the hunt. The plan is clear. Pretend to do the hunt, but stall so that the psychologist can get there and help Lottie. Van has other plans and convinces Ty to call off the psych ward so they can handle this themselves like they've always done. Shauna pulls the queen apart and tries to call a timeout on the hunt, but no one obliges. Unknown to her, Callie and Jeff have arrived at the Colt compound, and Jeff is busy moving Kevin Tan's dead body with the help of Walter, who killed him with a spike top Coco, and plotting to blackmail Matt to absolve the Yellow Jackets of the Adam Martin murder in the cover-up, but that's a whole other thing. Uh, Callie pops out of the woods just in time to shoot Lottie in the arm. In all the hubbub and confusion, Nat comes at Lottie with a knife, which prompts Lisa, armed with a rifle, to come to Lottie's defense. Misty attempts to kill Lisa with the phenobarbital solution, but the visions of Javi's death in her head, Nat sacrifices herself and gets killed in Lisa's place. As Lottie is being brought to the psych ward, she leaves us with this. We gave it what it wanted. 
it is pleased with us. You'll see. Not a season two of Yellow Jackets. You'll all see. You'll see. Um, I mean, yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's. Re- I think it's really well, uh, really well laid out. I think the episode. I thought it was really quite. I mean, fun is maybe the wrong word. I like to say fun when shows are dark and people die and uh, the cabins. And are that burned, happened but... a couple times this episode. <laughs> sure, so fun. Um, a couple deaths. Yeah, this. I mean, I, I have to give credit to them in terms of the the present day storyline with all of these storylines kind of finally coming together at the end of the season. I really enjoyed it. Obviously, you know, Callie, I wasn't really, I don't know, in my head, I wasn't expecting Callie and Jeff to show up that much in the season finale. I kind of thought they'd be a little bit more removed from things, mm-hmm. but absolutely not. Now, like, they're they're both really, really involved. Callie shot a gun at Lottie. Like, there's... Yeah. There's just well, no way that they're yeah. not so they're so deeply entrenched in all of this now. So Callie shoots Lottie and then Lottie's like, is that your daughter? She's so powerful. And I'm like, what does that mean? I thought for a second there might be a reveal about like Callie isn't Shauna's daughter. Like I thought there was something coming there. Um, no, it's just Lottie is very much obsessed with all of Shauna's children. It's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, so powerful. It just shot me in the arm. Um but um, yeah, I thought I thought it was I I yeah I I thought the Jeff stuff yeah I think Jeff and Callie, you know I do think from season one I think if there's one thing that I think like you know we really didn't love the Adam storyline, but the, and then the and the real reason I think I didn't love the the Adam storyline was mostly how much it kept Shauna isolated from everybody else and yeah. some of the most fun like present day storyline stuff is them trying to like cover up uh like uh the adam stuff when they're all together um and so yeah it's what i like the most is when i mean you have quite the collection uh of people and i i do love that it's it's misty who is trying to protect nat who ends up killing uh nat i think that'll be very interesting um character development for for misty in season three as well yeah especially because um we talked a little bit about this before we started recording in terms of this explains a lot of Misty's obsession with Natalie in season one and also right. throughout this season in terms of like, she's my quote unquote best friend, right? I feel like we, I this is what I love about the show is that some of this stuff is hidden in such plain sight of like, we know Misty was kind of right hand woman to the antler queen uh, from little snippets that we've seen of that time period. And it makes a lot of sense that Natalie would then be antler queen uh because of what we've seen in present day um there's a really great uh shout out to josh wiggler our own josh wiggler here uh he did an interview with uh christina ricci on um uh in vanity fair about uh, about that whole scene so definitely check that out but it's yeah it's very fascinating that now callie is like she's about the same age that the yellow jackets were when they were stranded in the wilderness and now she is like shot a person she's so so deeply involved in all of this right and and Mm -hmm. she i don't know grace it gave me a bit of pause at the end of the episode where seemingly she's like smiling like they're not caught they're not going to jail seems like matt is going has been blackmailed by walter uh to take the rap for a lot of this stuff for the for the adam martin thing right that kevin tan is going to go down for that she seems a little too pleased at the end of the episode, Grace, after everything she's been through. Well, I th- I think that that's so she's her she's her mother's daughter, I think, uh, yeah. in the way that Shauna is the one who she's so, she's upset that she's not named um, Antler Queen 
but she's the one who who sliced Javi. She's the one who uh, gets you know does all of some of the hardest work. I mean, she doesn't. Uh, Nat is like the hunter, but I think Shauna sometimes gets tasked with doing some of the stuff that she feels like um, you know is is the most it is the most gruesome thing that they do. Uh, right? Is like slicing Javi to eat and prepare him and she's not rewarded for it. And I feel like there is a little bit of like, yeah, I could see how that trickles, like the blood trickling off the table that trickles down um, from Shauna to, to Callie. And Shauna has, you know, we talked about, um, you know, the scene where they go to do the interviews with the police and she's like, you know, yeah, I'd rather you lie or what, you know, I would rather you sleep with him. Sorry. Yeah. Then, 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 you know, all of this stuff. So, I mean, yeah, she's really her. She's really Shauna's daughter um, here. Mm -hmm. And that is, I feel like, you know, I think the most that like there's um, a way in which like last episode when they're all revealing all the stuff they've done. And it's like to some degree, it's like, yeah, they've all been through this really traumatic experience. And and in some ways, like because of that traumatic experience, like Callie is now um, like some of her behavior you can argue is a result of like the traumatic experience in the nineties, even if she wasn't there because it's coming through Shauna. So I think it is an interesting twist in terms of like, um, I was going to say none of the rest of them have children. Uh, Tysa does have a child who we <laughs> have not seen, but she yeah. does. He's somewhere. Yeah. He's that really somewhere. no, not wrapped up at, at all. You know, people were like, we'll probably get like the police, you know, she's a Senator. Like her wife's in the hospital. We'll probably get wrapped up on that. Nothing. I mean, there no have to be repercussions from this. I mean, okay. We're on a cult compound where a woman ha has it's been true. killed it's from a, an alleged drug overdose. So they might find the pinprick from the needle. You know what I mean? Like they're going to probably figure that out. Um, a cop is dead. There's another mm -hmm. cop who now like seemingly might be like, oh, I caught him. He's the one who killed Adam Martin. Like there's that whole situation happening. Another woman has been shot in the arm. Like, there's no way this doesn't get investigated further like the, and and on top of that the fact that the women that are present during all of this are the infamous yellow jackets from like yeah, a 90s true. play you know like there's like true. there's way too much here for it to not be investigated further um but staying on this same plot line of we have to talk a little bit about uh jeff and walter and their involvement in all of this because yeah. i don't know if you had the sense grace that when we see walter making his hot cocoa oh, and no. kevin tan comes in i immediately was like okay he's as soon as he poured two cups i'm like mm -mm, he's he spiked he spiked one of the cups something is going on nope. i didn't necessarily think he killed him but i thought like oh at least he's knocked him out um, you have to get up pretty early to get one over on me. And Walter woke up pretty early. So <laughs> I did not realize that uh, he was putting something in the, It completely caught me off guard. I thought it was very clever. Uh, and it's, I, you know, I was worried about Walter in terms of uh, someone who would betray um, the yellow jackets, but I think it's way more fun to, for him to be like, Oh, this is th for him to have so much fun to be like, yeah, I'll help Misty cover all this stuff. Yeah. So then Mike, my question is, and like me, I'll probably get into this a little bit more with Marissa on the deep dive later this week, but the email that Walter sends last episode then it's is to get that the, it's to get them to the comp to get them to the compound, right? They well, they were following Jeff and Callie. Jeff and Callie. So that's what, because mm. I originally thought that, but now I'm thinking, what if that was to set up the story oh, yeah. of Kevin and yeah, yeah, Matt yeah. and the, and the Adam Martin murders and all that. Maybe that's what that was there for. But I, I agree with you. I'm really happy that it turns out that Walter is not going against Misty. In fact, he just especially, like. Especially because Misty's going to need 
you know, not maybe Balter isn't the best person to like be a support system for Misty, but Misty did just kill her in her mind, her best friend. So. exactly so like i i really enjoy that he's just like listen uh, the adam martin problem isn't a problem anymore like your friends you're all good you're safe you're fine coming in like the knight in shining armor that he is um and <laughs> just the scene with him and jeff where kevin tan like passes out as jeff is confessing to killing adam martin which is a whole other thing right like yeah. the number yeah. of times that jeff will take heat for shauna uh the most loyal guy like of all time right um but walter comes in with the first thing walter says to jeff is hiya hiya (laughs) and then he calls him jeffrey it's a whole thing it's very my mom calls me jeffrey (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait a minute i don't think she does (laughs) um so that storyline i thought was really fun and kind of having everyone like sneaking around on this cult compound simultaneously yeah, pretty serious episode too. Like everything is pretty serious in the '90s. Everything is pretty ser- like they're they're doing the the ritual in in the present day, uh, pulling the cards. Uh, just want to pat myself on the back that like Van might not have been like hiding something big, but definitely is like do- and doesn't call like calls off the psych ward. Um, and so I feel like definitely has like a little bit of a villainous turn to a degree. Although I do like the I think it's interesting for her to be like this is like it's our fault. Like we made her. Yeah. Like, yeah, can we talk about that a little bit more in terms of i i may be with you now on van's um ulterior motives here i kind of wish we got a little bit more like if if van is um i don't know if you want to say evil or like at least morally very gray i, I actually think i I don't know if it's evil. I think that she's just a believer in it. She's she's she believes in the same way that Lottie at the end is such a true believer. And like we need to offer the wilderness a sacrifice. I think that in a way Van is saying because and I I think to the point of like there could have been a little bit more. I actually think her cancer diagnosis could have been the thing that plays her much more into this thing of not only like not only is it our fault like we did all those things and this is why lottie still believes it like we went along with it mm-hmm. then and so i don't think it's fair for us to like put her in a psych ward then but also like what if it's true what if it works and what if my like cancer could go away you know i thought i think that that could have been mm. maybe put it pushed a little bit more into the, like why van would choose um, well that's, that's yes ward. because yeah. i'm a, i'm a little bit confused as to why she did what are her motives here right because not only does she convince Ty that they should call off the psych ward from coming to get Lottie, like, and not tell anybody that that is something that Van was very much pushing. Um, which again, I think to me, it makes me very suspicious of what she is saying to other Ty, you know, to, to Issa, what is she saying mm-hmm. when we're not seeing it? Um, and then on top of that, I felt like it was really weird when Shauna wants to shuffle the cards after Lottie does. I'm not sure if this is to buy them time for the psych word to arrive, which very much Shauna be, wanting to shuffle. Yeah, I think that or it. also could be her trying to like stack the deck in some way. But Van interrupts. I don't think she, she wants anybody to do it. I don't think she wants anybody to die. So I think she's, no, I think. Yeah. But even giving Lottie the queen card, right? She she could be like, well, we're not all going to chase down you, Lottie. Like, sorry, you know, like maybe mm. there's something there. But but Van stops her midway through and That's like enough. shuffling. Yeah, yeah. And then she also is like the first one to draw. It's just very interesting that I I couldn't quite. And maybe I I do want to rewatch the this full season again um but like it, i just i'm not sure that i can quite understand van's motives and that's something that like 
I don't know. Maybe it could be on purpose, right? That the show is doing that. But I wish I knew, a, understood just a little bit more where Van is coming from. Because if she, if she wants to be the one sacrificed, mm-hmm. she could drink all the drinks, right? She could, she yeah. could do that, or she except could except it's not how the the game yeah. works, right? Uh, it's like it's like the wilderness has to choose who it takes, not. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't just do it. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think there could be a little bit more. And I do, I do think the like idea of like they put in her cancer diagnosis. And so um, I, I do feel like that to me, the idea, again, you talked about that episode. You thought it was so interesting. And I agree with you. The idea of somebody who was so close to death so many times and coming through it and now once again having to face down death, I thought was something um, that I'm actually, I feel like they sh- could have explored a well, lot more and that they didn't. Yes. even even bringing in the 90s um storyline right when they're all attempting first of all she has this private conversation with travis where she says like let trav let javi help you you know let like basically don't let him die in vain you know like you have to i i don't feel ashamed of myself we're doing what we have to do to survive um and i will say that when van is van is the last one to exit the the cabin on fire a lot of fire imagery always with van right like i think there's so many mo- like she nearly dies in the plane when it crashes because of fire uh right. she's on the the fire uh the fire pyre right pyre whatever uh when the after the wolf attack where she nearly dies because they think she's already dead and she almost gets burned to death um and then when she's exiting the cabin it's on fire and it looks like a piece of the like roofing comes down as she's exiting now obviously doesn't hit her but she's constantly in these positions where she's nearly dying and i just wish maybe if i'm gonna give like be critical about the finale i think like two things i wish they would have and maybe expanded on a bit more we could have even had like an hour and a half finale you know i'm not gonna complain Mm -hmm. about that Mm -hmm. um is i feel like the van and ty stuff got dropped a little bit like after we get the ca- cancer diagnosis, we're not getting a ton more from Ty or Van. Where did they, they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Where did they go? Come on. I, that was like my big, like, we didn't see yeah. it. It's got to be something. And it isn't anything. And it I still could think, be something, to be still fair. It could be something. They know they have another season of the show. And so I can't blame them. I, I do think for me, my critique of the show and where I get the most worried, I think, is... And I think I felt it last episode when they were all talking about and and they sort of, you know, blanket this a little bit with like, yeah, we don't really remember. But I think my big thing of the show at the moment that I get the most worried about is that there is a way in which I feel like the two timelines are seem fairly not fairly there's ways in which i feel like they're disconnected in ways that is not working for me like there's ways in which they do seem connected and and as things are unveiling like you pointed out um how, why nat like why misty would have such an uh, a fondness for for nat um uh but there is just a way i think that like they do talk about like you know we did a lot of bad stuff out there um but as like the dynamics of them out there are playing which maybe is true to life like i don't know if like you know if i had a high school reunion yesterday i would exactly remember you know all the little arguments and things i had um uh, uh with with people um but there's a way in which like it feels like perhaps um the some of the threads are there between the 90s and the present day and some of them um i'm not maybe quite seeing and it could be that they're not showing it to us yet um but my feeling is that like i wish there was a little bit more 
to it that I wish the, the dynamics of the 90s were really influencing the like because it, it almost seems like like it was so quick this episode to go from yes Lottie is insane and let's call the psych ward to van pushing and then everybody lining up with Lottie to chase yeah, after Sean. That's that's the other thing I was very confused by is when they do pull the cards, they do the ritual, right? And Shauna picks the Queen of Hearts and um everyone immediately turns around and grabs on the mask. mask. Oh, and I now was we so know Jess, remember when we were talking about the Crave uh, yeah. promo image? And I was like, they're going to be the mask. And then they were not the mask. No, they were fine. not. It's well, because these are. Although they might have made a bunch. They might have made a bunch. Credit to Van and Taisa for making such killer masks. True. With like. Literally. Not literally a ton of. Masks. Yeah. And not killer a ton masks. of time. Like stellar yeah. arts and crafts projects. Yeah. Good work. Um, but they they immediately and 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 Shauna wants to time out, you know, and this is the scary. The scary I wish thing I is. wish immediately that worked like Zach Morris was like time out and it like she's like yeah so, everything stopped know? yeah she like turns to the camera <laughs> fourth wall breaking yeah um but because Shauna had doled the knives but we do see Nat have a secret knife in her pocket and then yeah. Lottie brings this like massive you know dagger type of thing with her yeah. um and it's really weird that suddenly everyone is in on this and i didn't quite understand why like yeah. certain characters I, like lottie we know why right like van we can kind of surmise as to why but why is taisa suddenly the one who's like this scene this makes sense why is misty this makes sense you know maybe misty is a kind of go with gal right where she wants to be a part of the crowd but i didn't quite understand how we went from like you said grace um oh we need to just stall for time to we were actually chasing shauna through the woods right now yeah i i think too one of the things is i, I was sort of maybe hoping in this season and again i i really like this episode so this is you know again i feel like i'm a little bit in the the vein that i was at the end of season one i think josh was maybe the most on this train of like that was a really good season can you do a good second season? We'll see. And I, I do feel like, for what it's worth, I do, I really like the second season. I thought it came out really strong. Um, I thought the middle was like, you know, uh, was everything was good. It just like the the beginning was really, really good, and then it, and then it was, you know, it, it chugged along. And I thought the finale was good. But it's like these shows, the mystery box shows, are so hard to pull off because we're gonna, you know, mm -hmm. um, we were talking in the Discord the other day. There was this conversation about shows that are worth theorizing, and this is certainly one that is worth the theorizing but it get, you start to like worry because we've seen you know i think i really like the end of loss but i know a lot of people don't love the end of loss right so it's that similar vibe where you get start to get nervous and so i think that for me one of the things i was sort of hoping for and i won't complain because i, I think i see what they're doing there's shauna says you know no this is just us we did all of that stuff and so there is still that is it spiritual? Is it a coincidence thing that's yeah. still happening and they're still playing on that theme? So I don't want to say that they're, I think that the show is still thinking about that. And the, the trick of that thing is if it is, if it is a coincidence, then they can't really like, that's not fun to reveal at this point. Right. Like it's not fun to be like, there's, there's nothing actually real about the wilderness. And then also I don't think that they necessarily, if they want to play in that space, they also can't, like for me, like if there was, you could see a version of the show where like 
as they all are doing the ceremony and Shauna pulls the queen of hearts that there's like a change in their eye or like whatever. That's like, Oh my God, is it actually a spirit wilderness? That's like actually mm -hmm. causes them to do this thing. And it's just not exactly where the show is playing. And that's a really tricky space. I think to play in, in terms of whatever the answer to this is, if the wilderness is a real spiritual thing that has followed them back. Um, it's really hard. I think at the, at this point as we're like two seasons into potentially a five season show but at the very least a three season show to want to give us like i think it's fair that the show is not giving us clarity at this point yeah but that's really tricky right from as a, like a it's, viewing audience you know as the audience yeah, it's you know? hard yeah. to expect your audience to be okay without having all of the answers over a very long amount of time right a good amount of seasons even if we're only getting three seasons especially with the writer strike, as you said earlier, it's going to be a long time before we get to season three. And worth noting that the show at the time that they made the season knew they had a season three. And right. so of course right. they're not going to like reveal all their cards, you know, they're going to keep them close talk, to the chest. I talk about we're, we're rewatching dark. And I think one of the most impressive things about that show is that they concede things, but then hold back on these like really incredible reveals, like late in the show, like late, late in the show. And it's so worth it. So I, yeah. I, I don't exactly want them to come out with like every big. No, but it's, it's thing. tricky yeah. when, especially one of the biggest themes on the show is is it science or is it faith, right? Like, right. is it supernatural or is it coincidence? Um, and they really, really ride that line a lot all season long. And I think I personally like it. I know some people get very frustrated with it. I like it being a bit more ambiguous right now. And I think that something, uh, you know how uh, bringing up Lost again, they always say like, oh, like the creators are like, you shouldn't be asking this question. Instead, you should be asking right. this question. I feel like, the show is speaking directly to us when they have Shauna saying, you know, there's no it, right? It was just right. us. And Lottie right. saying, is there a difference? Because right. I think ultimately right. it doesn't matter. Just like the show Lost, the show is a character driven show. It's a tro show about trauma. It's a show about like these girls and what they went through and how they're still dealing with it 25 years later. Yes, of course, we all want to know the answers to all the mysteries and what does the symbol mean and all of that. But that's not really, in my opinion, well, what the show is. And I, I don't mind being patient with some of these reveals because to, to that point, I feel like the show is doing a decent job at revealing things in a timely manner. Um, I got a little frustrated, you know, without the women being together. And of course the Adam storyline has never been my favorite, but I hope after this episode, that kind of puts some of those things to rest. Um, I don't know. The fact that Max is alive makes me very nervous that we're not done with. Um, yeah, we're not done he's with, still like, around. Also, and, Walter is still around, which big surprise for me thinking like, oh, Elijah Wood's going to be a one one and done season character. I, I I do think um, I thought this episode, you know, we I think in terms of Nat being named the Antler Queen and Nat dying are worthy finale things to have happened. I think that that is um, I, I'm really and again, I actually I'm still like can't even really fully believe that Nat's the Antler Queen because I think that there's a like it's because Shauna is jealous. Maybe Shauna overthrows Nat and Nat lives well, in the possible. cave with there, with there could with be multiple ben. Antler Queens, right? Yeah. Right. 
So I'm not maybe even fully like they named Nat Antler Queen. I feel like I'm like they burned me at the end of season one where I'm like, well, Lottie's the Antler Queen. And that turned out not to be true, which actually, in retrospect, I really loved Lottie. I was actually I don't think I said it, but like I was not super um, like. I just found I thought Lottie was one of the least interesting main character yellow jackets. Like forget the like, you know, because she didn't have a counterpart, I think, too. Like I was so invested in right. Misty, Nat, Shauna, and Ty. And I feel like they did a really good job this season of giving us adult Lottie and adult an adult Van. And actually, for as much as I'm like, yeah, I want more of Van, it's because I love Van as a character. And I loved Lottie as a character. And I love this is why I love the Van. Um saying like it's our fault that she's like this i think that that is fascinating and i i felt like last week i was like oh no i was wrong lottie's like lottie's the cult leader and then this episode is like just kidding she's actually as much a victim as everybody else yes she she really is suffering right like i we see misty go and like seemingly snag her meds or something right like she is someone who she has schizophrenia. She's off her medication. She's hallucinating. Like she's just as lost and confused as these other girls. It's just that uh, when she's lost and confused, she starts a cult. <laughs> right. Right. So I love that. I thought the character development of Lottie from the end of season one until the end of this season, I thought was really, really well done. I thought um, the way that it all played out with uh, Lisa as well, that Lisa goes to Lottie for help and it actually works for her and it starts to actually help Nat and Nat's infiltrating and never truly believes but does learn something from Lisa in terms of forgiveness and being okay with yourself and then ultimately sacrifices herself to save Lisa I thought was all really really strong writing and really really good the other character we haven't chatted much about this episode but I feel like does have a fair amount of character development and maybe in the in the way that I feel like I was always a little confused by modern Travis in terms of him um, uh, ultimately killing himself. I did mm-hmm. think that like seeing him sort of succumb to like eating the heart and, and being okay with Javi um, like providing for him, I thought was, was pretty good as well. I maybe want a little bit more Travis content, but for the most part um, I thought that was uh, pretty good. And also I'm, can we just like, you know, pour one out for Coach Ben, who he thought definitely was being eaten this season? He, he did not get eaten. Not only did he we not gotta, get eaten, yeah, he attempted to kill all the others. You gotta, you gotta, re- yeah, he almost is the only survivor. You gotta, you gotta revisit your death drafts this week because I feel like Coach Ben being like absolute number one pick on the board was surprising. And a lot of the um, uh, backgrounds, uh, the the backwards hat girl, uh, still alive, Very Melissa. Yeah. yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I to go back to what you were saying about Travis, I yeah. wish that now knowing Javi is dead, he's not making out of this season and, and you know, Travis obviously having to deal with the fallout of that and deciding whether or not he's going to eat Javi's body and, you know, him eating the heart and also just shout out to Javi. always. that's good. Yeah. Oh, that's fully credit to someone on Reddit for that. I did not make that up myself. There was a really, really funny thread on Reddit. That was all these different, like uh, pad Thai and like all these different, variations on uh people's names Jeff boyardee's uh javiolis yeah (laughs) um but uh but yeah i wish we had gotten in retrospect i wish we had gotten a little bit more travis and hobby content knowing that like this is super super important stuff like hobby's gonna die travis is left behind 
and he eats the heart and like takes part in this ritual. And it did strike me as interesting grease to, to the coach Ben of it all. Um, it just so happens that when he comes back and he sees Shauna cutting up, a th he thinks it's like an animal. And then obviously he realizes that it's Javi and it's Matt who is there and he bumps into. And he I'm wondering to come to the, she's like, he's like, yes, come with me. He says, yeah. we could probably survive. Just you two and of I us. could. Yeah. The two I was us. shocked that this, uh, this invitation was not extended to Travis. Now, maybe he's kind of like, he's too far gone. You know, like if, if, if Travis is still in with Nat and Nat is like, I'm worse than these other girls. Maybe it's not worth reaching out to him. But I was a little surprised to be honest that like, there wasn't some sort of, cause I feel like coach Ben and Travis are actually pretty tight. You know, the three of them always were pretty tight. And so but, I'm a little yeah. surprised that he didn't approach Travis about it. So the thing I really actually like about Travis, <laughs> what a sentence I'm about to say. The thing I liked about Travis eating his brother's heart uh -huh. was that I think in terms of the religious aspects and spiritual aspects of, of, you know, how people deal with trauma and grief is I feel like, you know, Travis wasn't there when Javi dies. And I thought maybe we were going to get into that of like, did you actually just kill him on purpose and like him distrusting and, and that would push him somewhere. But the fact that he's just like, okay. Uh, and then, and then as, as part of the thing, I do feel like that's not, I mean, in the, in the situation that they're in, which is that they're, they're playing crashed and they're stuck in the wilderness. The idea that like Javi dying has to be worth something. And the way that pushes Travis to continue in, in the present day to continue to like, be part of these like you know the, the whole crane thing and, and lottie thing that's like him trying to get close to death and try to figure stuff out like i think that that is actually really interesting that we i think a lot of us theorized like uh last week is it a split is it nat ben and travis who will go live in the cave and sort of be right. the other group and i kind of love and i think it does make sense i think it tracks with the show i think they easily could have done that i think it's a, such an interesting and compelling story to actually have travis be more embedded into the cult and the and the spiritual nature when they are eating his brother like because i think that that's so to be worth something right it like this is this that. is a it has yeah. to there's a reason it had to have happened why did it happen like this okay well it happened because well, the wilderness yeah. wanted javi over nat the wilderness wanted to save nat which must mean that nat is our antler queen which must mean like that this all means something well, I totally it's like agree when with people you. When people, you know, will will give the argument about like if God exists, why does like why does childhood cancer exist? Why did like why do bad yeah. things happen? And people find ways to to affirm their faith even through tragedy. It's these hardships that you know you know put us through. It's a it's like a yeah. test or whatever that is or or whatever reason mm -hmm. those things happen. Um, like that doesn't work for me, but it works for Travis. And and, and, so and Travis is the one too who says we're going to need more than food to get through. Right. this winter right so it's right. like and I, I i do agree like i gosh none of us had this on our bingo card of like coach ben no, living through this season i and had also... travis eating javi's heart right on the <laughs> it, was in my, it was actually in my free spot so yeah yeah it doesn't count but now coach ben is is seemingly alone uh in in this in this tree shelter situation but um nat is aware that there is another shelter because he does that's tell true. this to her that's so that's going to be important going forward as well um but just to talk through a little bit more of like just the the 90s timeline because we haven't really discussed all of it yet misty's 
part in all of this, I found very fascinating. She is seemingly like the liaison that is always talking to Lottie, right? And yeah. specifically when in the very, very beginning of the episode, when she goes up uh, and she tells uh, Lottie, she's like, listen, Javi's dead. That's why Travis was screaming. We drew cards. Lottie's like, I don't want any of this. She looks scared. She looks yeah. upset. Like, uh, I can't believe that. Like, this is what I've brought to this group. Like, and Misty says, you started this. It's done. It's going to save all our lives. So you better not start making people feel bad about it now. Right. And when she goes back to the group, she lies. And she says, Lottie is pleased with the wilderness's choice. It's so fascinating to me that. The more I watch 90s uh, Misty, the more she gives me to give another Game of Thrones comparison, the more she gives me Littlefinger vibes Mm. of like always being right hand side of someone and helping them out and propping them up when they like reaffirming what you're doing is right. Don't worry about it, you know, Um, and she continues to do that in the present day. She's always kind of the the person propping people up and being there when they need someone maybe in ways that are not conventional. Um, I I will kill someone for you. Um, But uh, her relationship with Lottie is very fascinating to me, especially here when it seems like is is it weird to you, Grace, that they're like keeping Lottie sequestered all by herself up there. It does seem strange to me. Um, I found it, it like, it's like, she's trying to recover cover but yeah it's a little it's a little strange but i do think it works from the like oh my gosh i've i've been so separated i'm now she's saying she's not hearing the wilderness right and it's what ultimately she's going to say like it's not me i was i was just the leader to get you to this point and now uh, a different leader will get you through the rest of the time i do think it works thematically um that she's been isolated from the group and therefore is like not feeling the connection to the group or the wilderness and is not she she taught she taught the group how to hear the wilderness and now she can't hear hear it right and that's what they want that was what the wilderness chose me for that was my job and it no longer needs me it needs someone else i also found it really intriguing grace too that lottie interrupts van to say this yeah. when van is like telling it they're like oh tell a story again they want to hear like sleepless in seattle or Princess like pride yeah, yeah they want to hear some 90s movies tales uh, which van yeah. is known for and instead, Van is making up a story about the, about their story, basically. And it seems to me like she was about this is the story of the Antler Queen, right? right. Like, that's what I felt like we, we were leading towards. I was kind of pissed that Lottie interrupted. It, <laughs> How dare you, Lottie? You're not the leader anymore. <laughs> Shut yeah. up, Lottie. Yeah. <laughs> and she, yeah. she, Lottie says she's just a great listener. Well, she didn't listen to Van's story. So. Sure. Um, no yeah i i think it i think it works for her to have been isolated and now it's feeling like she's not connected and yeah i like the idea that she taught them how to do it and then that she's suddenly sort of lost it that's really interesting and and the idea that perhaps you know i talked about that the connective tissue maybe isn't there for me but then maybe that is there because is is this something that she kept trying to figure out how to reconnect to and, and suddenly she feels like in the present day like oh my god now i do hear it right like she was she's the person who's like you well, know, I think being the thinks, antler queen and and yeah. they need to make a sacrifice yeah i think she thinks that her job in the in the present day that the wilderness wants her to bring the group back together right and gosh i oh, re-watching right. this season with the context of knowing nat is seemingly the antler queen yeah. is going to really change things because first of all the the whole 
Nat or Lottie helping Nat with discovering what Tra why Travis did what he did and what Nat had said to Travis. And the fact that like, imagine Travis hearing those words from the antler queen that holds much more weight now than we thought mm -hmm. previously, the whole where Nat is picturing the antler queen on the plane. And I know. also think uh, Nat seeing the moose is like, it's a thing of good luck. Uh, so it's like, yep. you, you're, you're the one, the, the wilderness is actually choosing you. I think that makes a lot of sense and it drowns. Um, uh, and then Javi drowns. So I think that like, there's a lot of stuff. Yep. I actually think I always say, I said this a lot. Um, I felt like when I was watching the last of us, I feel like every episode made the previous episode better. I would like think about stuff in the, in that episode. Yes. Like, Oh my God, that makes the previous episode better. I think that there is some of that in yellow jackets and so i am excited to at some point do a, a rewatch as well yeah i do think it i mean it's a story of fire and ice right with like <laughs> the the moose and the and the water and then the yeah. fire with van but it's yeah. it's going obviously also um uh nat is the one who brings jackie's bones to the plane yep. like there's right. a there's a lot there um that now i think it's going to be so much more interesting looking back at things and then obviously looking forward at how, how Misty is going to handle not only killing her quote unquote best friend, but like someone who was super important to the yellow jackets in this wilderness lore, you yeah. know, she was the queen who, if, if, if a queen dies, does a new one get appointed? Who mm. is going to be the next antler queen? Is it going to be Shauna? The one who kind of the season, it felt to me like the season was pointing in Shauna's direction of she is the one who survives. She's the one who is the is the provider in a very different way than Nat is. She's the one who's deboning this, you know, Javi who's working on all this stuff. Uh, and she's not only that, but she went through probably one of the most traumatizing experiences out there and like delivering the baby and like literally being a mother. So mm -hmm. I don't know if, okay, once one antler queen dies, does it need to be, do, you, do they need to be replaced with another one? I think it's something I'm also going to be. Ooh, in the present day. In the present yeah and uh one other thing i want to touch on too before we wrap up is what did you make of the the as nat is dying where she is like sitting middle seat really gets like really screwed in the afterlife of having oh to be God. in the middle seat on a plane yeah. uh but she's in a plane and we get different visions where there's javi saying there's no need to be afraid there is and then we have nat saying like i don't i don't belong here but young nat is there and she's like that's exactly where we belong and she says mm -hmm. we've been here for years which yeah. i took to mean like we've been on the cusp of death uh, for years yeah i think so i think with like the addiction issues and she tries to kill herself um at the end of last season i think that's what it is and implying um yeah so uh, she also sees Lottie, right? Lottie is there. I, I would have liked Travis. I, I wonder whether they were concerned about whether it should be like young Travis or, or older yeah, Travis. Right? But I, I definitely wanted Travis to be there um, uh, for her. But yeah, no, I, never mind. It's going to be like, well, everybody in there is dead, but Lottie's not dead. So I don't know. No, yeah. Young, there's young Lottie who's there. I mean, maybe... If you want to look dead? at it philosophically, <gasps> no, if you want to look at it like, oh, the, this version of Lottie is dead, right? Yeah. Like maybe you could look at it that way. But yeah. the thing that young Lottie says, she, she does the hand on the heart thing. Like we've seen her yeah. do but with Travis to like calm people down. And she says, it's not evil, just hungry like us. Yeah. Just let it in. Yeah. And that is seemingly when, when Nat passes on dies, however you yeah. want to phrase it. Yeah. Um, I really loved the the plane stuff. I thought it worked so well to have young Nat and an older Nat um in, in like next to each other. It was right so fun for them to film. Yeah. 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 I 
I really loved this. And like, obviously shouts to Juliette Lewis. It really sucks to lose her from the show, but I do think killing off a main character does. It, it, it really says like, we're not here to mess around. I love you know? it. Big I, fan. I think, yeah. I, the show is not pulling punches. It's not afraid to take these big leaps. And to me, it also speaks to like, well, no one is really safe. And I really like that when you have a mystery box show like this, you need to have a little bit of instability um, to make things feel like there are stakes. And so uh, not not the hobby stakes, but like actual stakes. Um, I completely agree. I'm a big believer in like character death can be so empowering to a show. And when a show is so unwilling to do it because, mm -hmm. you know, right. You know, makes total sense. If I was probably running a show and I had Juliet Lewis on my show, I probably don't want to kill her off either. I want to keep her around for season three and four and five, but uh, I do commend the show for, for doing it. I think, I think it thematically makes a lot of sense as well. The, the moment that she's also, she says, I don't want to die today. Uh, earlier in the season, one of my favorite moments of her and Lisa in the bar. Um, yeah. And by the end of the season, she's dead. Um, I think is like really thematically like a gut punch. And, yeah. Misty, kill and Misty killing her and, and uh, it being a sacrifice for Lisa. I think all of that stuff is stuff for that character death. Not only I think works for Nat, but will be super, super interesting and compelling to see how it affects all of the other people. Next season, Shauna pulled the card and Nat dies instead. Like, I think all of that is the van and uh, Ty, like, called off the psych ward and Nat died. Like, right? Like, all everyone it, is they, to blame. Yeah. Everyone is to, like, or, or is impacted. Uh, tremendously bad this yeah time. so i think it's super fascinating and yeah. i think that when we again uh, re i'm probably going to rewatch this season in between this podcast and the deep dive but um i think this really will ultimately be like uh a story of nat's progression and nat's like learning to forgive and forgive herself for like things that happened right and like right writing those things that she sees as wrong redemption and forgiveness all of those storylines for nat i feel like you they really did cement it with nat's death not that they couldn't yeah. have achieved the same things with other uh with other in other ways but i feel like killing off nat here really does a lot for that storyline and it gives javi's death more meaning as a result so totally I really like the choice. I respect the choice. Obviously, we're very sad to lose Juliet Lewis from the show. Yeah. But we got her for two full seasons, and you can't be mad about that. And, um, and there's and no reason why there it couldn't be, like, I, you know, uh, Juliet Lewis a big name to, like, do, like, visions or flash, like, you know, all well, that stuff. And but, we'll still have 90s Nat, too. And we have 90s Nat. So yeah. we'll still have Nat, Nat the character on the show. Um, But, True. yeah, that's that's our episode. And it was so good it, uh, to me it never felt like it slowed down you know like we we're always like running yep. from one thing to the next i i also yeah because i pulled the queen of hearts i gotta run <laughs> everybody <laughs> run you know the deal you know the rules oh one um, thing i will say the rule like the fact that they had the rules figured out like last time it was like okay yes. we're gonna pull the card and it's like she's like okay you you know the rules you can choose to submit or you can run it's like okay you're choosing to run and she's like you're not doing that you know so the the fact that the rules of the like ritual also i really liked that in terms of bringing them up yeah yeah it, it does like there can that, only be me, one queen and yeah i thought that, yeah. that was yeah i thought that that was um that was good a lot of cards uh in the in the deck though. i don't understand why you can't just make the just, deck a little bit smaller just yeah like cut it in half you know yeah the deck anyway yeah um no overall i really like this and i I'll, i'm also very curious to to rewatch this episode with the context of shauna in my mind as well because yeah. uh, obviously major shouts to like melanie lansky and sophina lease who have just done such a wonderful job with this character and i think 
when we're looking at, you brought up Dark earlier, Grace, one of the shows that I think is a standout in terms of casting and making yeah. sure uh, not only do the uh, different timeline characters look alike, but they act alike, right? The mannerisms are the same. They feel like they are you the same what? character. In the in the card flash, uh, like when they're flashing between modern day and past day, I was like, the casting of the show is so good. As they're like, <laughs> all of them are, are are pulling the cards and they're flashing back between the 90s and the present day. I was like, that's very good. Um, one thing I think will be interesting for you and Marissa to theorize, and probably a lot of theorizing, because rightly so, the show uh, halted production due to the writer strike, which yep. I'm very happy to see. Uh, even if it means it'll take longer, let's get the writers uh, paid and, and get the money that they deserve. Um, I do think it's interesting if sort of the fact that all of the like this was to like settle everything give the wilderness what it's right because it's like causing this yeah. mayhem in our life what is the impotent what is the like thing next season that's sort of like relaunch and potentially them being like by the end of the season we got another sacrifice because like you know it calmed down for a bit but it's, yeah. it's uh it has not obviously i feel like we're really well set up in the 90s in terms of um the cabin burnt down so we're basically um if you're a survivor fan the new twist of like you gotta go to a new beach <laughs> when it's like the final five yeah. or whatever uh, feels a lot like that um uh that feels like that that will create a lot of content for um uh, the 90s um i'm really intrigued to see like if the idea is that like the sacrifice settles things down how do they ramp back up again in the in the present day is what I'm sort of interested Yeah, because I think the cabin really did represent a lot of things in terms of the symbol was there, right? We know cabin yeah. guy. We never yeah. got a cabin guy answer. We never got any of that information. We still don't I will, really I will know say, who Javi was talking to. I was saying this earlier. I do think this was a really good character finale. It maybe wasn't a huge mystery finale in no, terms of, yeah. like, we got Nat as the Antler Queen, but, like, the symbol, who Javi was talking to, uh, you know, no, the no-eyed man, like, we didn't really get any of that stuff. No Thai stuff really at where all. I, where I would have loved like one thing to maybe well, be. They, and but... this this is why I would say that there should have been 10 episodes. Yeah, but you know, yeah, whatever. Fair. Um, No, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> we're, we're leaving a lot on the table in terms of mysteries that were brought up this season. But what also it makes me intrigued to know if will the Yellow Jackets in the 90s immediately know it was Coach Ben who set fire to the cabin? Or right. will they think... Wow, the wilderness is punishing us. Like, really, man. We really yeah. love hobby. Wilderness really love yeah, hobby. Yeah, what the, you know, like, I, I, I it's possible. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. so fascinated. Obviously, mm. um, Marissa and I are going to get into some, obviously, fully break down, do a deep dive on this episode, and then probably make some predictions. We got to finish up our draft, which I'm pretty sure Marissa, like, kicked my butt in. Mm. Uh, so, we'll have to see with our death draft, kind of finish those things up. But, of course, the conversation on this episode of Yellow Jackets is just starting here. Um, Marissa and I will be doing a deep dive. And then, of course, uh, Josh and LaTanya are going to be back with a succession versus Yellow Jackets, which, gosh, I, don't even, I haven't seen the succession finale yet, obviously. But it is going to be a tough fight no matter what. Um, yeah. We'll but. See. That's our our season of Yellow Jackets, oh, Grace. I oh. really liked season two. I have to say, yeah, no sophomore slump in my mind. I think they did a great job. I, I mean, I definitely have like things I would do, but on the on the whole, what a very fun show uh, that's on television, and it's such a delight to get to talk about. So, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um all right well thank you all for listening if you want to send in feedback don't forget to do so postshowrecaps.com slash yellow jackets is how you subscribe postshowrecaps.com slash buzz 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 is where you could send in feedback if you want to become a patron postshowrecaps.com slash patreon is the way to do so we have some really lively uh chatting about this episode in our discord people community. stayed up till midnight to watch this people thing. did yeah. people did 
Um, Grace, where can people find you? What do you have going on? I'm on Twitter at Hi From Grace. In addition to covering Yellow Jackets, talking about Succession, the finale as well. Uh, talking about movies each week with Ariel. Doing a dark rewatch with Ariel and uh, Philly. And uh, yeah, uh, I might be sticking around uh, the HBO Sunday night uh, uh, stream as well. We shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at the Jess Sterling. Of course, I'm mostly talking Yellow Jackets and Succession right now. But those two things are coming to a close very, very soon. Um, you could also find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash the Jess Sterling. I've been streaming some like cozy-ish games, mm. but soon, soon I shall be playing Last of Us 2, mm. which I'm very excited about. I can't wait to get into. I need something else that's really dark not, and depressing in my yeah, life. Not cozy. <laughs> Fits the bill. <laughs> Uh, so that will be happening soon. But of course, you can mostly hear me on Post Show Recaps week after week talking about your favorite shows. Um, and we'll be back uh, with just just Marissa and I. Grace and I won't be back, at least not on this yeah. show anytime soon. Um, but I'll be back with, uh, with Marissa later this week. And until then, everybody, for the last time this uh, season, uh, uh, a Licky Boo Boo Down.